This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Foundations, a weekly programme brought to you by the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Hello, I'm Esther Smith. Last week we considered how nothing we do can get us to heaven. We can get there only by God's grace. And yet most people when considering the Bible will at least admit that it is a good moral book since it contains a lot of encouragement to do good. This may seem like a contradiction, but it's not. Here's Hendrik now to tell us more. If you've ever had to train a dog, you'll know that the use of rewards is essential if you want your pet to learn and behave like a well-trained dog. You reward positive behaviour with an edible treat, a loving pat on the head, even an encouraging word. Now, with people... It's somewhat more complicated, but the same principle applies. You want someone to act in a positive manner, you make sure to reward such behaviour. We apply this principle when teaching our children, when training employees, when trying to develop customers' loyalty, in all sorts of situations. Well then, if this is such an effective behaviour modification technique, then certainly God would make use of it when trying to encourage us to behave in a way that he wants us to behave. If he wants us to be good people, he should reward good behavior. Hello and behold, the Bible talks about rewards. For instance, we read in Psalm 62 verse 12, Surely you will reward each person according to what he has done. And in Matthew 16 verse 27, we read Jesus saying, For the Son of Man is going to be coming in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. And from Ephesians 6 verse 8, we read, You know that the Lord will reward everyone for whatever good he does. And finally, in the last chapter of the Bible, in Revelation 22 verse 12, we read, Behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I'll give to everyone according to what he has done. I could quote many more passages as well, but by now you get the point. Well, it would seem that the Bible has a lot to say about giving rewards to those who are deserving. Better behave well if you want God to reward you by letting you into heaven after you die. Wait a minute. That's not the final word on what the Bible says about all of this. There are passages that seem to throw a wrench into such a simplistic understanding of God's use of rewards. Be good, get the reward of going to heaven. For example, we read in Ephesians 2 verses 4 and 5, But because of His great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. It is by grace we have been saved? But how can this be if the Bible talks about rewarding the righteous? Grace is grace, right? It's something freely offered. 
It's not dependent on who we are or how we act. So in other words, the good we do doesn't impact on whether we are saved. Because it is by grace we are saved. But how can we say that the good we do doesn't earn anything when God promises to reward it? So, God promises to reward the good we do. The question is, how does this fit in with the whole notion of God's grace? Well, the answer to this question is quite simple, actually. This reward, which the Bible speaks about so often, is not an earned reward. It is simply a gift. Any reward we receive from God is not the result of our own effort. It's only because of grace that we can be rewarded. It is only because of grace that we receive the prize, the reward of salvation. Yes, the Bible talks about being rewarded for doing good. But you know, it is only because of God's grace that we are able to do any good in the first place. As we read in Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 10, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God prepared in advance for believers to do good works. God chose them before time began to do good. Then God sent Jesus to die on the cross so that their sins would be forgiven. God caused them to be born, and He works in their hearts with His Holy Spirit. And God frees them from the bondage to sin, that they might be free to serve Him. And so any good that they might do, they do because He works in them, giving them the ability to do good. Any reward that they would get, they can only get because of what God has made it possible for them to do. You know, in our church, we have a set of statements, a set of principles written down that summarize what we believe the Bible teaches, sort of like a constitution. I'd like to quote what they say on this whole matter, because they say it so well, getting right at the heart of this issue. So then, we do good works, but not for merit. For what would we merit? Rather, we are indebted to God for the good works we do, and not He to us, since it is He who works in us both to will and to do according to His good pleasure. Thus, keeping in mind what is written, When you have done all that is commanded you, then you shall say, We are unworthy servants. We have done what it is our duty to do. Yet we do not wish to deny that God rewards good works, but it is by His grace that He crowns His gifts. Moreover, although we do good works, we do not base our salvation on them, for we cannot do any work that is not defiled by our flesh and also worthy of punishment. And even if we could point to one, memory of a single sin is enough for God to reject that work. So we would always be in doubt, tossed back and forth without any certainty, and our poor consciences would be tormented constantly if they did not rest on the merit of the suffering and death 
of our Saviour. Now, the last bit of this statement is a really important point. If the Christian's going to heaven was based on his works, if he has to earn his reward, then he would always be in doubt. He could never be sure because he would not have a very firm foundation. Consider this. Which would you rather put your trust in? The promises of an almighty, loving, faithful God or your own actions? Which would you rather put your trust in? God's strength or your strength? God's holiness or your own holiness? God's wisdom or your wisdom? I'll tell you, if I had to rely on my own ability, I wouldn't stand a chance. None of us would stand a chance. But thanks be to God, He is faithful. He richly supplies abundant, overflowing, awesome grace. And it is because of that grace that you can be rewarded. My friend, trust in God's grace, rather than trusting in yourself or in your own efforts. Why would you need to trust in your effort? God's grace is so wonderful, so incredible. He will reward you. And he'll see to it that you can do what you need to do so as to be rewarded. Thanks be to him. You're listening to Foundations on Plains FM 96.9. Today you've heard Hendrik Barker reading edited material written by Reverend Jim Klasinger. So if the good things we do are gifts from God, and there's nothing we can do to earn our way to heaven, why would anyone bother to try to do good? We'll be considering this next week, and we hope you'll join us, Sunday, 10am or 10.30pm. For now though, goodbye from the Foundations team. You can contact the Foundations team by sending an email to foundationsonplains at gmail.com. Join us for worship on Sunday at the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Our services are at 10.30am and 5pm at 63 Cornwall Street. Mm-hmm.